Hi, John. Oh, hi, Merlin. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's good. It's really good. I needed uh, to find. I needed to find the knob. <laughs> um, the yeah, it it, it I don't like talking about the show on the show, but <laughs> no, sometimes, no. uh, you know, I I try to be mindful. It's a thing I'm working on, yeah. and uh, I take a little beat. Well, it's going beep, boop, boop, doop, boop, boop. And I think, hey, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm being in the moment. I'm waiting for what happens. And, it, and then you answer and you sound pretty much any way. <laughs> However, and like, it always makes me laugh because I'm always just imagining what it's like there, you know, uh, and, uh, and I, that's what happens, I guess, when you get mindful is, is you, is you laugh when it sounds like John's <laughs> inside a couch. Here he is. And yeah, who knows? there he is. Yeah, Chris Walla once said every you know, we were making a record. He said, Every time you you walk in the door, I have no idea whether you're gonna be dressed like a rhinestone cowboy or like a like a ninja or like a banker. He said, I don't know. I the I hear the door open behind me and I'm just like, what's it gonna be? And and yeah. he's it's kind of I would have to guess, just uh, knowing how people are and knowing to some extent how Chris Walla is, I imagine it's a combination of excitement, exhilaration, and abject fear. <laughs> well, because... Because he doesn't know what the uniform of the day is yet. <laughs> I, he know, doesn't know what he's in for. Is he wearing a, a scimitar? Is he wearing a wizard's hat? <laughs> if he is a ninja, will I see him? <laughs> and you know, Chris Walla wears a red Converse every day, and when Converse announced... <laughs> His mom got him for it. He did. Well, he started wearing when he was seven. And uh -huh. when Converse stopped making shoes in America, he went out and bought 22 pairs of red Converse and stacked them in a closet somewhere. Oh, wow. So he would, so he would never run out, you know? Uh -huh. And, uh, and so he just, he just couldn't understand like how, how, how I owned one piece of clothing with fringe on it, let alone like enough to, put together three or four outfits. Oh, you're so. saying like in the card catalog that is your closet, there might be an area that, that's just for fringe-related uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. A friend the other day said, I'm going to this 70s party and I need some white shoes. And I said, what size are you? Because I have, <laughs> you know, between 11 and 13, I have four or five pairs of white, you know, white bucks or whatnot. I, you know, I don't usually, I don't usually give free advertising. Uh-oh. Oh, that's uh, okay. Well, we haven't but, talked about this, but but yeah. the other day, okay, I was doing a thing. I was searching around. Oh, this happened today. In fact, uh, uh, this is a different searching around. But but maybe you, you're the one that would know about this. Oh, okay. So so I was you know I was doing a deep dive as you do, deep dive as you do, deep, and uh, and I came upon a British artist by the name of Stephen Duffy. Are you familiar with this? artist no. he had a band called oh wait Lil the, lilac time oh i thought it was the singer from the cult but nope, lilac different. time yeah i remember them so circa he, mid to late 80s yeah this they guy were 120 was, minutes that's right he was the original singer of duran duran and i don't know how he I preceded found him. uh sir simon lebon <laughs> yeah he did huh. he did he was like he met john taylor at art college or something and so i i'm like who is this guy so i started reading about him this morning and uh, and then it gets down to the bottom, and it's like uh, Stephen Page of the Bare Naked Ladies sent this guy a demo tape when Stephen Page was seventeen, and they co-wrote a bunch of songs together that were on the first Bare Naked Ladies record. So I is that the Canadian One Week band? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, ch Chicken to China, chicken Chinese chicken. chicken. To China. Oh, the Chinese chicken, Chinese yeah. chicken. And so I regularly uh, text with Stephen Page. So I texted him and said, "You worked with this guy that used to be the uh, the, the singer of Duran Duran, and he's in England right now." And he texted me and said, "I'm working with him right this minute." See, I love to hear things like this. Isn't this crazy? He's you like, know, I just breaking wrote down five walls. It didn't stop in 1989, John. There's yeah. still so many walls, Mr. Gorbachev, RIP. Somebody needs to tear down. And I uh -huh. like it when we see unconventional pairings. You know, I think golf is a thing that does this. I feel like golf, that's where you, well, that's where you might run together. into Mr. Alice Cooper, who, who apparently loves, but you know what I mean? We don't get that as non-golfers. I'm not, obviously I'm not a golfer, no. but like, I, I, I feel like I love to see these pairings and, and it makes me happy. So let me just, I, that was a lot for me to follow. I You're know. friends with Lilac Time guy. No, I'm friends with Bare Naked Ladies guy. Really? 
Well, yeah. Don't Whoa. you remember? They, you know, they're like big. A, in, did you know they're really big in Canada? Well, I know, but he got kicked out of the band because he oh. got there was some drug scandal, oh. and so he he was the guy. He was the one I thought that was the was. The, oh, was he's the guy. like the uh, like the Terry Kath of the band. Is that the guy's name? The guy who started Chicago and it was totally his band until it wasn't anymore, and there was Peter Cetera's band. Is yeah, that kind of thing. He was the he was the starter of of the thing. Yeah, I think, and he was like the one that had like you know he's a little he's kind of a little chubs you know he's a little bit uh, zaftig and uh-huh, but he was the yeah. one that you always look to he was the, the face, other you know? guy was in the duran duran before duran duran right right so right. what we're talking about here is we're talking about a a flight of pete's best yes right well and kind and the of thing, the thing about uh well the thing about stephen page is he was the singer of the band all through all of their hits and all of their stuff and now that bare naked ladies is doing they can still play the festival circuit so now they're doing the every year they go out they make a ton of cash uh-huh. but he got kicked out of the band right at the moment they were pivoting to like now we're gonna get all the money uh-huh. for for our fame and it was a thing he got an american girlfriend he was at, he was at her house in buffalo she had tattoos oh dear the police came in the back door because they were looking for a for an escaped ry- uh, rhinoceros okay and they were like what's this on the counter it looks like one and a half dollars worth of cocaine oh it's one of those cop jam ups and the problem was that the bare naked ladies were just then doing uh a they might be giants where they were trying to get uh like a disney deal where they were doing kids music and they were going to try and win a Grammy that way. And then, so the other guys in the band were like, well, we can't have this guy with the, this cocaine and tattooed girlfriend. And so he's the founder of the band. He's the ostensibly the singer on half of the songs. Okay. Oh, he's out. He's out. So they keep going around people. Every time they come to town, people are like, oh, you're friends with those guys. And I'm like, no, I'm just friends with the one guy. I don't know the other is guys. It, is it, boy, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is an unkind thing to say. Mm. Is it like going to see Van Halen, but it's like Nino Betancourt singing? <laughs> well, I see. We're well, like, not gonna... Journey's got that new guy. Yeah. Well, it's bit, well, or you know, this this happens. You get the Julio yeah. guy. You get the guy in Metallica who's always going to be the George Harrison of that band. Apparently, the new guy. And but like, is it is it like do people? I don't know. You think about going to see Queen with that one mm-hmm. guy who mm-hmm. wears the I did. gloves. I saw them. I saw He's them. a really good singer, right? Yes, that guy's a crazy is. good singer. It's he not is. the same as seeing not literally the, the greatest rock singer of all time. Right. But I saw that's them still two okay. times. I saw Queen with the with the bad What's company. His name? Adam, guy? Is his name Adam something? And then the, the yeah, the guy from You Can Be a Millionaire or whatever, Adam Adam something. But oh, I also saw him with the guy okay. from Bad Company. But, bad wait, company. Paul, Paul, uh, yeah, the, Paul. The, the guy the guy from Free and yeah, Bad the guy Company. From Free. Yeah, he did a tour with Queen singing. Yeah, I think he was uh, John of Memory Service. What? <laughs> Why he was also in the firm. He Why was. do I remember this, John? You, you what know you all. know about Les Pauls is what I know about people who were already <laughs> old in the 80s. Yes. God damn it. The following is an unpaid advertisement for Roderick on the line. Have you been injured by a podcast? Has the negligence of one or more hosts resulted in chronic pain or swelling? Are you experiencing anxiety, depression, rage, or apoplexy? If any of these sound familiar, you may be entitled to compensation. But aren't some podcast hosts also entitled to compensation? Who is thinking about their injuries? Roderick on the Line is an important podcast about ideas. It's the winner of the prestigious Phony Award, and it's been recorded weekly for over 11 years. Except for the times the hosts were tired, or forgot about it, or just felt like doing something else. So, please, go to patreon.com slash Roderick on the Line right now and help support the only voices who aren't afraid to tell you why bureaucracies can be good, cops can be bad, and cigarettes should be hidden on top of door frames. Once again, that's patreon.com slash Roderick on the line, or give Roderick your money.com, because America is hurting, and your injuries are real, and people who don't use turn signals should be shunned by their families. Please, won't you care? And so, and here's what's crazy about that tour. They were doing all the Queen stuff. He, uh, he, Paul Rogers, he was wearing, ah, Paul he Rogers. was wearing pants that had like flames on them, like <laughs> embroidered flames. He moves that fast. And, and Queen felt either excited to, or obligated to also play bad company free and the firm songs. Hmm. So it was like a, it was like a greatest hits. 
you know, they would do... <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, if you go see ACDC uh, at any time <laughs> since 1980, and Brian Johnson's out there. Brian, Brian, Brian Johnson, is that his name? Yeah. He's yeah. an old soul. Like, yes. he's a guy, like, I just saw him um, during the Taylor Hawkins thing, and, like, oh. he's still he's still kicking. By the way, that was a, I watched most of the six-hour show. It's really good. Yeah. Um, but, like, he's still kicking, but he's always been kind of an old guy. But, like, when you're doing a Queen song... And you think, because, and I listen, listen, I'm not trying to be anythingist Mm-mm. at this no, point. No, you're not trying to be anythingist. You know me, but yes. like, I think, you know, you, I don't know if you know this about me, John, but I love music. I watch mm. YouTube and Ooh. I'll watch the video for somebody to love, the original. I'll watch somebody to love. Somebody. I'll watch somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody find me. You know, Roger, what's his name? Roger Taylor, the other one, the one that's mm-hmm. not in Duran Duran, mm-hmm. the I'm in love with my car guy. Yes. That fucker can sing. Oh, yes. He still can sing. Oh, yes. And I went to, so I went to see them with uh, Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert. And now, he had the flame pants. He, no, he was the other one. He was the guy You're that he's Paul Free, fun. Paul Free, Paul Firm had uh, Paul, flame pants. Yeah. Paul Firm had flame That's pants. Fun. Adam Lambert had like a whole, he's very flamboyant. He had a whole costume. He like yeah. took the stage. He really, yeah, and, my family and, from Kentucky would say he's very creative. He was very creative. <laughs> and that show, wow. I really came away from it feeling like the guys in Queen are very good at, at that. And that, you know, it's another one of these, like, well, it's not Freddie Mercury, but that was fun. Well, see, that's the thing though. But like, I think people, I don't mean to change the topic. I think I'm not changing the topic, but the thing that happens sometimes is you you get a little like side thing where you get a guy and you bring somebody in who's dyed his hair and grown it longer, gotten extensions. And you're supposed to kind of like, if you're doing like the, the state fair circuit, you Mm. could probably replace at least one member of night ranger and no one would notice. Oh, you could replace four members of night. Ranger. I don't know about that. I don't know. Did you know, you know, sister Christian was sung by the drummer. Yeah. Kelly Keegan. He was on the right side of the stage and he faced the middle in a very unconventional setup. I saw night ranger twice. Oh, okay. So, so when, when <laughs> next <you> wa- question, <laughs> when you watch guitar the, video, for the practicing musician taught me how to play the riff from don't tell me you love me. What, what is this really the- something you want to do? No, 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 no. And, you know, I, it ain't the way you shake. I was in a bar in the East Bay and played, <laughs> played <laughs> pool with Brad Gillis one time. Oh, I bet he's cool. Did you ask him any Aussie questions? Extremely cool. No, I know. I was just very intent, but there was a whole, you know, it was a very small, he seemed ball. big and had a, wore a vest or as they say in England, a waistcoat. He would wear a vest, and I had the Speak of the Devil record. I sat there with, with translating the runes on the cover mm-hmm. of the album. I've done that. Mm-hmm. He was a tall man. It's not, you're not wrong. Do you have a preference but, between Brad and uh, Jeff? I was well, kind of a Jeff I just, man. I like Jeff's I, tapping. Me too. Me too. Me yeah, too. On the, uh, it's not a terrific song, but the, the, the tapping, like eight-finger tapping he does on You Can Still Rock in America is pretty great. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I was partial to the bass player. Honestly, he's. Uh, hey, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Um, don't don't tell me you love me. Do 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 Well, can I tell you another thing? Don't tell yes. me you love me. Music video includes railroad tracks. Yes. Also, the video for the live version of Crazy Train, railroad tracks. Greg oh, Gillis. Wait a a is this is this some anti-vax theory? Or should we call Dan ben- Benjamin? Oh boy. Oh boy. He just <laughs> wanted his food delivered. Um the uh the so you you've met Brent Gillis. Okay, so I sh- I should probably get a diagram. What I I'm confuse saying, Canadian bands. What I, I that's that's the problem. It. See, we're not See, I confuse them with the Reostatics, which is a totally different band. That's completely different. We're not Canadian, so we have no idea what it is like to lose the singer of the bare naked lady. Obscure bands, obscure bands from Halifax, I can pick up. The problem is the mainstream bands, there's these three bands I really like, well, apart from Sloan, um, who's, you know, you know how I feel about Sloan. I do. (laughs) Eric and I both like Sloan, right? If one guy was replaced in Sloan, you would know, but not everybody would. would. notice. Not everybody would. But here's the, here. I think here's the comparison. Okay. Pink Floyd lost their singer, didn't even slow him down. Their next well, they, record they, was they, even uh, bigger. In, in the world of Git and uh, and uh, you know source code management, we'd say they they they, they branched or they forked. Mm-hmm. They, they, the band kind of broke into two streams. So you get like and, and like, but wasn't there for some time? Well, you know what? I don't want to say anything mean, but Roger, Roger Waters seems like kind of a piece of shit. And and yeah. uh, we both have strong feelings. Of, I hope positive feelings about Dave Gilmore, who might be one yes. of the greatest soloists of the rock era. I I, I think about David Gilmore. All the time, he's literally so handsome, all the time. And he's so he's his like the uh, what's the what's the slow one I like from the Wall one. 
wow, wow, wow. But comfortably now, rendition of it. He has he has two of the greatest solos of all time. Now, see, he's like a Mark Knopfler, where he's, he's not afraid posh. to go there and do two of the greatest, as Mark Knopfler did with Songs of Swing. I think that Dave Gilmore does uncomfortably now two of the greatest guitar solos of all. Time. Well, but what's crazy is Mark Knopfler is kind of a soloist like me, if you'll allow it, uh, mm. where he never he never misses a chance to put a note somewhere. Whereas David Gilmore passes up 15 notes. All the every... notes he didn't play. That's right. I would put in so many notes and he just lets it ring. He lets it ring. And Knopfler, you know, he's got all those fingers. He's got like 15 Yeah. Fingers. Oh, he's got so many fingers. He knows where all the notes are. And yeah. he, 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 he's playing a lot of pretty straight up pentatonics, except, or like, you know, like uh, pentatonic boxes, except when he's not. That's when he gets all fucking Chet Atkins in your face. And boy, does that ever, that guy, give that horse some line. You know, as my give that Dennis. horse some give line. That, I got you off your topic. We've got rheostatics. We've got your friend, uh, the drugs. That's, that's a bummer. You know, oh, yeah. I bet a lot of times it comes down to how do you feel about working with this person? Oh, it, I mean, I don't want to bring up the Beatles here, but you know, there's all kinds of reasons we can come up with. Like, I don't want to spend time with anybody. I can't imagine spending that much time all the time, especially in a van with people that, you know, maybe you don't have a, a that you aren't aligned with. Like at a certain point you must go, yeah. I'm getting too old for this shit. Well, it's one, it's one of those, it's one of those things, right? Yeah, it it's, is one of those things. That's, I right? that's a good way to put it. It's one of those things. It's just yeah. one of those things. It's one and of then those it's, things. And then it's one of those things. And it's like, yeah. you know, it's what a, can a, you a say? Flight to the moon on Gossamer wings. Totally agree. No, the other thing I was going to say was the, the, the deep dive. I did a different deep oh, dive. Oh, sorry. You had an advertisement you wanted to share. An advertisement, which is that I discovered a company that makes welding shirts and this is only this is only for our listeners that care about uh, uh, beefy clothes, right? There's a well, there's a small segment, on. small small segment of our listenership that's like, where are the beefy clothes? You guys don't talk about beefy clothes. Sixty like seconds used to. ago, I didn't know what a welding shirt was, and now I want one. Exactly. And this company, so this is a free ad for these ding dongs because they only have they're a company that only has four products. And if you if you find a company that only has four products, okay. you know you're on to something, right? Yeah. They make one shirt, they make some gloves, and they make a hat. Maybe they only have three products, but they but this shirt, it's a welding shirt. Welding shirt. And I found it. It's called uh, the company's oh called. Oh my Western gosh, it's Welders. very some are Carhartt, some are Western. Yep. They have like but a pearl is, button sort of affectation. Yeah, so this that is I'm this loving. company's called Western Welders. Western Welders. They got this shirt. It comes in like 15 colors. And I ordered one because I was like, all right, a welding shirt. Never heard of it before. I don't personally weld, but yet it sounds right. And the Dr price dress for right. the welding you want is what they say. So the welding shirt shows up and it's like, it's like, it's so beefy and it's so reasonably priced. It's beefy and reasonably priced. Oh, Two things that you never see. You know, okay. Can I, can I make this? Uh, you tell me if I'm wrong. I'm looking okay. at the hero image. I'm on the homepage here. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at this, uh, this, 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 uh, kind of Latino looking guy wearing a shirt with a cool medallion. Yeah. Um, first thing that comes to mind for me, do you remember the phase, especially during gangster rap in the nineties when guys would wear the sort of jackets you would get when you're incarcerated? Yeah. Remember that, like, oh, yeah. very, very heavy denim yeah, jacket? Yeah, but, hey, jackets, but we're yeah, like denim jacket, yeah, though. It's not, coat. I mean, it's not even a shirt jacket, but this looks it like it has, it's triple stitched. Yes. Which is a good sign. Yes. And this looks very, very heavy. Now, John, the welding point, it says WW on it, which I kind of love. <clears throat> and, oh, it's got a penhole. When yep, did we pen stop hole. doing penholes? It's got a penhole. And the, the pocket in the front is big enough for a phone. It's big. It's big enough, like for like a Michael Douglas phone. It's big enough for huh. yeah. It's got the whole. It's Tri got the triple whole business. stitched. It all looks very reinforced. Now, John, my question for you, and I'm not going to click. It's a cowboy this, shirt. It's a cowboy shirt. It's got Western yeah. styling, yes, and and so the welding part of this is that is it. I know we don't say this anymore, but does it does it retard spark? There are two. Okay, so that's the fourth product. There's the oh. shirt, and then you can also get the same shirt except flame resistant. And I decided oh. I didn't want the flame resistance because I do not. Well, well like what if what if you want to perish in a fire? Because well, uh, that's the thing. I'm sure, it's going to be working at cross purposes. I like. God damn it! <laughs> I picked the wrong day to wear my dub dub. <laughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Truebill. You can learn more about Truebill right now by visiting truebill.com/supertrain. 
How many free trial subscriptions end up costing you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, long after forgetting to cancel? Fight back against scammy subscriptions with Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, you don't want, or you simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts, and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped save them over $100 million. Like Matthew B., who says, In a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill, saved $120 for the year on my SiriusXM bill, and I saved $840 a year on car insurance. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Supertrain. You go right now to Truebill.com slash Supertrain. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash Supertrain. Our thanks to Truebill for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. I like soldiers that don't catch on oh, fire. You know what I'm saying? Hi-oh. And so, anyway, I'm so yep, excited yep, yep, about yep, yep. it. And, I, and it, they, the, 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 it's one of those things, it's kind of like Mac Weldon, where the more you order, the less it costs. Oh, I, I can't afford not to buy it. I got, exactly. I, I got three of my bastic right now. <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're ordering from Mac Weldon, you're yeah. like, oh, shit, if I get one more, oh, it's no, like, no. it cost me $20 less than no, not No, 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 I buy Mac Weldon the way we used to get milk for, for our toddler. Like, I'm just wondering, next time I get paid, I, I'm getting three more Mac Weldon yeah. Do shirts. they have a 10-gallon bottle? Why don't they have a 10-gallon bottle? They should bottle? have a 10-gallon bottle, yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. it was one of these things where I order, you know, it's just like, what? I can't I can't not buy this next Yeah, that's true. So anyway, that was all I wanted to say. No, well, okay. I uh, mean, Does that have all... something to do with Canada? No, oh, well, advertisement. Well, no, no, no. well, no, no it's my fault. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying. I got a lot going on today, John. I got a lot going on. And I, I'm, I'm probably missing. I'm probably missing something, you know? Yeah, well, the, the thing is, not all threads connect to all threads, right? I, that was I just. Think, I think that's an important thing for an adult to embrace. I'm, some, you know, some threads stay loose. I'm gonna do the thing today where I just, I got, I got, I'm just gonna drop threads. I'm just gonna leave them hanging. Should I, I get never, more coffee? I never do that. Maybe you should. I ran into a guy. Da, 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 da. I was at a, I was at a picnic. Mm-hmm. And a guy comes up, and I was wearing a mask because this is this is fire season here. Right. And fire fire season is only lasting three days this time, uh, because it started late. But but so I don't like I don't like to I don't like to breathe forest fire. Mm-mm. So I'm out of. There's a huge one up on my in laws right now. Is it burning? Oh them? my god! I'll, well, the smoke is just nuts, and they may have to evacuate. But like you know, where we are, they're out uh, in what we call gold country, like east of Sacramento. Oh, yeah. Sure, Sacramento Grass Valley, <laughs> Grass Valley, Greg. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That by Sacto, yeah. and they call it the mosquito fire, and it's and it's real bad. You need a well, mask, what, boy. If you can, if happened? you can taste the air. Oof. Yeah, that's right. Well, what happened here is the fire came. The, this fire's on the west side of the mountains, and we don't allow that. Over on the east side of the mountains, they burn all the time, but this one's on the west side, and that's a bad sign. That never happens. So anyway, we're not very thrilled about about okay. this because that just means it's going to come down and, you know, Seattle's all full of trees. It could just burn the whole, it could burn us out. But so isn't it moist there? That's the problem, right? It shouldn't be on the west side. That's where the rain falls. It's on the oh. rain side, and that's not cool. But so I'm at this picnic. And mm-hmm. I've got a mask on. Nobody else does because apparently they don't, you know. Oh, everything's fine. That's they just cool. love breathing particles. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's standing and talking Freedom. to me for a while. And then somebody else points at him and he goes, oh, this guy's indie," which in this suburban neighborhood is like, they're trying to like say, oh, you two both have ever heard of bands. And I go, oh, you've heard of bands? Hmm. Because everybody is else out here. Is that a picnic? It's at a picnic, and everybody you're else is like, wearing a mask, oh, and no. someone says, oh, this guy's indie. Is it someone with whom you're acquainted? Well, no, I never met him before. But you then he indie. does he does the thing. He does the, <laughs> he does the Northwest thing or the West Coast thing where he reveals that he knew who I was the whole time. And oh. we were just having a, a nice chat. It's oh, a very that, Northwest thing. Yeah, you can stand and talk which, to which, Eddie Vedder all he, afternoon. If you know, which you did he know? Well, this is the thing. Because that, that makes me nervous. He says... I went to college in Tallahassee, Florida. Oh, I used to live there. And I went, oh, do tell. Mm-hmm. And, and then, did you guys tour there? 
And then he revealed uh-huh. <laughs> that he was a promoter in Tallahassee. Shut and, your and mouth. Booked Bacon Ray. Was it was he named Alex? No, his name was Carl. Carl? 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 Did did he have like curly black hair? Carl had curly black hair. Oh my fucking God. I love Carl. He was and a DJ at the radio station. No, no, exactly I hope he didn't right. say anything mean. He played in bands. He was he was in a band. I was in a band. Oh my God, Carl and I did say, oh my God, I love Carl. So Carl starts regaling you me. You know, Carl was really smart. Carl Carl oh, didn't want you to know, but Carl like Carl like was studying interesting things at a time when you weren't supposed to be studying He was a music guy. Well, that's what he's doing he's now. Music, no he's, shit. He's living up here in Seattle. He's got a he's got a whole life. What was he studying? Was he studying not was it shape note singing? No, what was it? He was studying something know. really fun. That's so cool. I love Carl. Well, here's the thing that our listeners will be interested in. <gasps> oh my which god! Which is that he was regaling me with stories of Tallahassee era Merlin Man. Okay. Uh, in, well, I normally I, I bacon uh, ray. Uh, like. He said, Uh-oh. he said, he was like, oh, one of the best songs you've, you've never heard is a song by Merlin called Sundays in a Row. And I was like, oh, really? And then he said, then he said that you hosted a show. This is where I dressed week, as an ape? Where you dressed as, dressed in as an, an ape, ape costume as a and you yeah. freestyle rapped. Yep. Yep. Over a DJ Shadow 12 inch. Yeah. After, said, after I drank a 12 pack at Bacon Ray practice, I would go to my friend's bar, Waterworks, and I would dress in a gorilla soup, suit and I, I would call out bingo numbers in a game that was called Jungo. And the story was that Jungo had, had, had escaped from a zoo and lived in the wild. And the thing is, he was so used to, to life in civilization that he was very, very angry was the problem. Jungo was very angry because he, he really couldn't get it back. He had a wild side, but he also loved, you know, indie rock and bars. Yeah. And so then I would take suggestions from the audience and do a rap. And it was one he, of my favorite things. He said, I, because I said, wait a minute, Merlin, Merlin freestyled? And he said, think about it for a second. It's as good as you're thinking right now. He said Merlin oh, he's could so nice. I want to talk to Carl now. What I want to hear is Merlin yeah. Man in a gorilla suit freestyling over audience <laughs> After suggestions. He's had some natural light. How did I not know this? And then, uh, he, then he goes on to say, oh, Merlin was a bright light in Tallahassee. Everybody that loved him. He was a, a big nice star. That is such a nice thing to say. Oh, well, my I know, God. I knew well, that was did, your so reaction, did, uh, but, oh, he was, but he was actually telling us. Now you're making me uncomfortable because we're doing it on your program. He was telling a story about uh, what a rock star you were in no, college. He and was I was a, like, Carl, oh, Merlin. Carl's, what Carl's, you've had, you've had friends in college radio, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets a fake name. Right, because you, you, you're always encouraged when you come in. At least at W, uh, what was it, WVFS? He was hosted it? the Hootenanny, right? Hootenanny was the Monday night. Well, Hootenanny was the Monday night uh, local local music show. Yeah. Oh, that was the local music show. Yeah, right. diff, diff, right. different people. Yeah. That might have been Carl. Carl, what was his name? It was Carl the something? I want to well, see. I'm but not. I'm, everybody I'm, gets a fake name, and what people normally do is use their middle name. A lot of people. Yeah, like my friend David David Simmons. Who was a big shot there when I first he his middle name was Lee, and so he became David Lee. In and this Anchorage, is a radio we, thing, apparently. In Anchorage, we used your our first name and then the street you lived on. So I okay. was John Stanford. Your DJ, your DJ name, My DJ name was John is your Stanford. is is your pole dancer name, and your dog's name. Oh, um, that's 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 why I'm Tootsie Shorty. <laughs> This episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash supertrain. Friends, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience and you can sell anything. Your products, content you create, you can even sell your time. This is true. This is new and it's true and it's amazing. It's Squarespace. Okay. All right. Well, maybe maybe you're out there. Well, what some people call creative. I, I, I would call. I would not use that word. I would say people who make things. Right. But but maybe have a lot, that's what a lot of us do. And you need a website for that. Squarespace wants to help. And you know, it's bringing together a lot of the old and the new in a way I find very invigorating. Remember blogging? Does anybody remember blogging? Well, you can create a community on your Squarespace website. 
with a fully integrated commenting system that supports threaded comments, replies, and likes. You can use their powerful blogging tools to categorize, share, and schedule your posts as well. This is amazing. This is like stuff from the future where we all will spend the rest of our lives. You know, uh, you may, may know this. This is huge. This is, this is huge. All Squarespace sites are optimized for mobile. That means that the, the content on your pages will automatically adjust so that your site looks great on any device or dingus. That used to be an entire separate career. Squarespace does that for you. Uh, maybe you want to save time with uh, cross-posting. You want to get your message out there. Well, it's built right in. Squarespace can auto-post your content to Twitter, Tumblr, or Facebook, personal or brand pages. All post entries and images are optimized and tagged. So descriptions and titles will be correct wherever you are posting. You know, and let me just put in my own personal word for, uh, for Squarespace. It's like my friend Marcus says, you know, you can pay me to talk about it, about it but you can't pay me to like it. Well, I like it and I'm going to talk about it. So, you know, can't two things be true, right? I've used Squarespace for a very long time. And in fact, you are using it right now. I mean, definitely over 10 years. Roderick on the Line, our podcast that you're listening to right now, is hosted on Squarespace. And that's over 10 years. That's a very long time. You, you could have a child that's almost done with elementary school at this point. Mine's older than that. So, you know, it's, it's horrible you know, having a kid. But Squarespace can't help with that. It's not their problem. They want to build it, uh, build it beautiful is what they say. <laughs> so right now, do me a favor. Go and head, head over to uh, squarespace.com slash supertrain. You can get a free trial, okay? Free trial, no credit card required. You go in there. When you're ready to launch, right? You're ready to take it and put it live, push the big red button. I don't know if there's a big red button. Uh, terms and conditions apply. Use the offer code supertrain and that's going to save you 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Once again, please, squarespace.com slash supertrain, offer code supertrain. They've been great to us. They're going to be great to you. Um, and our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. Oh, Carl. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, well, Carl. Th- anyway, I don't want to talk about myself. I loved but it. I loved it. It was the, it was the, it was both. because, you know, you're a big star okay. talking into your shoe oh. and your wallet uh, and all this yeah. stuff. But I had never heard that you were always a star. Success back, in life is to have a slice of pie. Back in the Air Force jacket days. Okay. Back, so back success in, the- in life is about getting a slice of pie that is yeah. impossibly thin and impossibly deep. That is what success in life is. Write it down. Actually, I want to put that in the wisdom document. That's pretty good. Um, back, this is back when you looked like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Well, I know at this time I had more of like a floppy French boy haircut. This would be 1995. Oh, um, there was oh, a time might- where the local, I don't remember how this happened. It was something involving cable access. But my band and Carl's band both played uh, on a sound stage at the local PBS station. Okay. And like, so we got to like, we, well, we weren't out. supposed to, but of course we explored it like somebody on the fucking Walking Dead. We went through everything and like, we're and this is the big... public radio station that was built in the 60s or 70s and they believe well, full of uh, studios. Brady's, yeah, well, Brady's bits, like Tallahassee was the first place I ever lived that had a, two full on public radio stations and they were both really good. One, of course, <laughs> was classical with uh-huh. like the occasional you know, twice a day, like, or no, like NPR news updates at the top. But then there was a full on, you know, like the kind of what I think of as NPR. You know? KEXP. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, so this NPR, was W, right. I think it was WUSF and there were two. And yeah. And you did see the TV, they had TV. Uh, you could, you know, give money to faulty towers during the, during the pledge breaks, that kind of thing. Anyway, uh, but what both of our bands performed there was shot on video and that was around the time that was our uh, our Annis uh, Mirabilis. That was uh, the year our first single came out, which was uh, that included the song he mentioned, and uh, was the song of the year according to the our friend who worked at the local newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I, I I benefited so much from nepotism and friendship. You know? Yeah, friendship. But, is but the, yeah, Carl's band was the other band there, and they and they and they shot us uh, there. And I, I, there's somewhere there's a video of me playing uh, playing bass on uh, Tom Foolery. Yeah. So now wait, is that video available online? I've seen it. I saw it somewhere. No, it's not. I don't think it's really around. I've scoured for what I could find, and it's. I can't even find the thing of me singing with Kevin from the Wrens and doing '80s covers. Everything it's like Tears and Rain, John. Everything just disappears. I know it's absolutely true, but <clears throat> well, I had a fun thing back, back when we did the Bacon Ray reunion. One last anecdote: 2005, we opened for the Rents, um, and they were well. Let me put it this way: they were coming through town, and we decided to quote unquote do a Bacon Ray reunion in 2005, and yeah, Charles right. and the guys let us open for them, and of course it was sublime. Um, but uh, but the wait, what was I going to say about that, Carl? Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, uh, you were, uh, this was, uh, mm, er, yeah, Bacon you were getting Ray. together with the, oh no, is it available online? 
Right. And backstage, Kevin, uh, who's now doing his own thing with a really good new album, Kevin Kevin from the Rens, the bass yeah. and tall guy, handsome guy with the yeah. with the Oxfords. He uh, he he was playing piano, and we did we did a bit. And I wish you could see it. I wish I wish Sean Nelson could see it because we were doing '80s covers, and I was singing everything as a Morrissey song. And my friend oh. caught like four minutes of it, and it's really stupid and funny because <laughs> I'm standing there walking around making up fake, you know, Cure lyrics, and uh, Kevin from the Rens is playing piano. It's all gone, John. Tears and rain. You want to yeah. find stuff from the '60s and '70s, you're fine. Yeah. I think we are particularly beggared by the absence of, of a lot of things from the '90s and on. Yeah. If it was on I, video, I was, people got it. But then, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a hole in YouTube. I was, I was, I was standing in the shower thinking this morning, <laughs> and, and I was, th- <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking that I stand for Generation X. I do. I'm sorry. I. Well, you is know, there a D that, on that? Do you stand or stand? I stand. I don't stand. Although I also stand. Oh, but stand I in the place stand. Where you live. I don't yeah. even actually know what standing means. But I, I don't think, either. It started yeah. with that with that Eminem song, and then it just went from there. Oh, okay. So I stand for them, and I also uh, they also it's also based. I think that. Oh, are I, you based? I I think that Gen X is based. Um, this is and, this is like living with my kid. And new, bro- new terminology is constantly coming into my life, and and like my my kid uses aesthetic uh, as a as an adjective. Go on. Like it's a very aesthetic look. And I'm like, I don't think that's what that means. And like, no. there's a lot of things where my, my well, it's because of TikTok, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, well, anyway uh, I, stand, don't spill- I, I, I stand too. I think we are an overlooked generation, as we should be. Yes. I think we, we, we screwed a lot of stuff up, but well, not well, as bad as the baby, baby. Baby boomers are like, or baby boomers are like whom? Baby boomers are like, I want to say like, maybe like- George. Not maybe a Bush or a Reagan, and we're more mm. like a Trump. Like if, if Generation, well, if Generation mm-hmm. X had been more competent, we would okay. have fucked up more things. We oh. just didn't have the infrastructure, or let's be honest, Dick Cheney, to yeah. like really operationalize a lot of bullshit. Well, think about what YouTube would be right now if we were act, if our lives were actually available to look at now. Mm. Think about that. Well, think well, about well, life if, we had then, life we have now. No, that's what I'm saying. If you oh. on a gorilla with a gorilla suit, freestyle yeah. rapping with with the sound of Robert Smith from The Cure, if yes. that was available, if every minute of it could mm. be could be uh, reviewed Oof. on youtube now what would that be like yeah. i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of you know if, if i got to take like they like they used to say you got to take the, the the bitter with the sweet yeah. i think on balance i am in, i continue to be grateful that there's not that much footage of me think about there. that Think about that. I, those, I, those are th- that's where I'm grat- I have a lot of gratitude for the rain yeah. that washes away the tears. I stood on the bar at the Comet Tavern and performed not one, not two, but three separate weddings. Huh? In the bar while people were throwing. You, beer wait, and performed popcorn. as in officiated. I officiated because okay. I because I because my college. <laughs> I thought you meant uh, you were saying them from memory. No, no, no. My my college. Uh, that's right. Ah, everyone, everyone, stand around while I perform the wedding of Charles and Diana. I've done three weddings, and now I'm going to do a funeral. No, when I was in college, my guidance counselor, the the woman that that allowed me to get into the University of Washington from Gonzaga with with more than the number of credits rather than fewer than the number of credits who then <laughs> this is more of your anti-social promotion <laughs> she was she was 38 and i was 22 and then she initiated an affair with me i <laughs> She did. Yeah, and then we were having this May September are romance. Guy, are you that guy that does the coyote ugly ugly weddings? Are you <laughs> the guy to... that does the boot scoot on a bar to bring two lovers together for eternity? So what she did was she ordained me because she was already a, in the Church of the Living. That's a great term for it, Jesus or whatever. Oh, she man. ordained me, and then oh, I know <laughs> it is a great term. She ordained me multiple times. That sounds we, German. We would go to the to the supermarket together, and uh-huh. I had never. Never experienced sexy it before. Way. Uh, yeah, like we're going to yeah. go get, you know, something sexy. And we're there together, and other women were glaring at her. 
And I'd never seen it before. What? And I was like, why is everybody looking at you? And she was like, they're jealous. They know that we're sleeping together. Oh, come like, on. Oh, wow. I'm what? like your boy toy. I'm like a young, I'm like the young, sexy. Oh, that's like a like, turducken of delusion. It was crazy. Well, I don't was, know. Did, did you, I mean, you, you, you bought it because it was flattering, but you think that was real? I noticed it and I asked her about it and she was like, everybody's staring at us for a reason. And it's because, it's because we don't belong together, according to them. Wait, she is, she, like, is she implying somebody's too good for somebody else? No, no, no. She was just saying, you're young, I'm old. Like, they all oh, recognize that I I'm see. 38 it's a and suburban, you're Like a suburban side-eye. Yes, exactly. Like, like, like this noise. Mm. Yeah, they're like, oh, he's mm. not your son or your... He. This isn't a piano so lesson. He's you 38, guys are, she's 38, you're in your early 20s. Yeah, and we're buying wine and the makings for a pasta dinner, and they're like... Uh, oh, uh, and sensual uh. or sensuous vegetables. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so I used to... So then all the alternative people who wanted to <laughs> get married but didn't want to do it the normal way they, they found out i was a minister and so the comet tavern was like the center of the universe then you're they, like that so, childbirth lady that has the um cowgirls get the blues farm where you can go and have natural childbirth and i think it's entirely populated by rn lesbians or something mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you, you represent like you are a fresh face on an old idea Yes, that's right. And Not an we, old and, idea, but like, you know, kind of a, a creaky idea. But if you get married by, by a guy who doesn't even drink, but he's on a bar and he's no, doing the boot scoop while he reads from the <laughs> commonplace <drank>. book. <laughs> I was wasted. And they were wasted. And that was... Uh, <laughs> love is patience. Love is kind. Love is... <laughs> but these days, that would have been videotaped by 40 phones. Oh, and Jesus it would be Christ. up online. No, and then you'd have thank to hear, you. You'd have to have, be able to see me do that. I got a video of me falling off my bike, and it is not online. Was it, is, was it a, did you, were It was the you? most comical, the most hilarious way to fall off a bike. Like, if you thought about how Monty Python would make falling off a bike funny, that was it. Where somebody's going really, really fast, and then they go really, really slow, and then they stop, and it just falls over. Maybe not Monty Python, more like <laughs> laughing. Maybe, <laughs> ma imagine a laugh-in, like somebody falling off that tricycle. Like, yeah. that and, then a guy, and then a guy with a, with a Nazi helmet pokes his head up out of oh, the bushes and goes... <laughs> oh, I fell on my keys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to know about... Oh, you want to hear about TikTok? I also want to hear about how this came up with Carl, but we can say that for after the show. Well, oh, so, oh, TikTok, my, my kid learns a lot or thinks they learn a lot from TikTok. The, uh, this is like... This is like three nights ago. Yeah. I'm, I'm laying on my couch. It's one o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> and I'm texting with Mike Squires, who right now is playing bass in Peter Hook's band. What the fuck? Yeah. So Are Peter you Hook, shitting? Do they do New Order cover? Or not cover? All, sorry. They do New Order songs? All they're doing. He's playing the Barney parts? Yeah. They're playing oh, three shit. hour shows. They just played the Warfield. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you in advance. <clears throat> They're playing three-hour shows where Squires is playing the bass anytime Hooky isn't. And then when Hooky <laughs> plays the bass, of course, he's playing way up in the neck. So then Mike is laying it down on the, on the back And they're doing all Joy Division and New Order. And oh, then my God. It's like uh, albums all the way through that type of thing. I'm not happy that they had a rift, but I am happy. Now, we're talking, what are we talking about here, John? Let's talk about yeah. something important. We're talking yes. about, a, in, some, in some instances here, we're talking about a Waters versus Gilmore type situation. Yes, that's right. That's Peter, right. Peter and, Hook's not in that band mm -hmm. anymore, but he's still, and he was the defining sound of Joy Division. He was. And Order. if you think about it, no one in any of those bands could actually sing. So it kind of doesn't matter. It's not like, oh, they lost their vocalist. It's like, no, the vocalist couldn't sing, and this guy can't sing. It's it's all, it People all like to talk about Leonard Cohen now, and, and you know, but, you know, I, I, I grew up loving Leonard Cohen. He was somebody, my, my best friend's dad had uh, Leonard Cohen records. I grew up with it, but the man could not sing. Like, yeah. we all love his Hallelujah song. Well, we used to love his Hallelujah. Well, there was a month where we loved his Hallelujah song. Now there's a documentary coming out about the Hallelujah. But, like, the thing is, at the heart of it, the man could not sing. He was Canadian. Suzanne That's takes the thing. you down. <laughs> I mean, like, thing. he's like at a Marie Osmond level of intonation. Well, so anyway, so I'm okay, laying sorry. on the couch. And we covered I'm, a lot of ground. I'm texting with Mike Squires, and he's yes. saying, oh, yeah, I'm playing with Hooky. It's really fun. It's really oh great. God. And we're in L.A. tonight, and I'm at some, you know, studio in the Good Hollywood him, Hills man. that used to be owned by somebody. And it's, this Peter is the Hook's greatest. not yelling at him to so do this wonderful. solo for the 40th time. And so I'm <laughs> so I'm texting with him, and I'm sitting. It's one in the morning, and okay. I'm like thinking to myself, 
<clears throat> oh man, Mike Squires is out doing all this cool stuff, and I'm just laying here on a couch, you know, on a uh, just doing nothing. It's a Saturday night, and yeah. I'm just sitting here texting with him. And life is so, you know, my life has become boring and, and, and terrible, Boom. and not terrible, but like boring. <clears throat> and boring is terrible because I'm Generation X. You feel like I mean, like John, you, you must feel a little bit like you're out of the stream. I'm a lot, I'm out of the stream. You know what I mean, Merlin. it's not it's not that it's good or bad or it's whatever, but there's a stream and yeah. it's passing you by. There's a stream and I'm out of it, and yeah. so and I and I haven't gotten into a new stream yet. I'm just let alone you know, let over. alone be in a band with somebody who who was let's be honest, in one of Merlin's all time favorite bands for what yeah. There he is, and Squires is out there. He's living the he, life. He played right? on ceremony. He played on and several everybody's different versions of at the shows, and they're all loving it. And he's just up there soaking up all that reflective glory. And at that <laughs> moment, there's a tiny rap on my door. Rap, rap, rapping on my door. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> is it a raven? <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm like, what the, what the fuck is that? And there's this little. Okay. On the door, tiny little rapping. All right. And I'm like, okay, knocking on the door at one o'clock in the morning is never good. There's no version yeah. of it that's good. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. And so I get up and I open the door and here's this little teenage girl. Wait, bawling. what time? 1 a.m. Oh, shit. Standing there, she's in her pajamas, Ugh. and she's bawling. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, are you okay? What's happening? And she says, through her tears, my mom kicked me out. Oh. And can I use your phone to call my cousin? Hmm. And of course. A teen without a phone. Of course, I'm looking around because I'm like, okay, who's going to jump out of the bushes? Oh, you know who's there? It's going to be the swim guys. It's the swim guys or it's somebody. Yeah. And so I'm looking around she, and I'm she's like. What, uh, she's what they uh, used to call a adult, Dalton Trumbo. A front. Like, oh, except. except front her up. She's Latina. So I know she's not part mm. of the swim guys. Well. And so I'm looking around. She might have been hired in the parking lot of Home Depot or whatever. Well, but in her pajamas. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, maybe so they're provided I'm those. looking around. There's okay. nobody in the bushes as far as I can see. And I go, yeah, of course you can use my phone to call your cousin. Why did your mom kick you out? And she goes, you know, through the tears. And she's like, I, I skipped school. And she said, you know, that I was bad and that. Did she and, look local? Well, yeah. I mean, this is a, this neighborhood she, that I mean, I'm living she, I'm in. Sorry, I'm sorry. This is not meant in any way to be I mean, be she's anything. in her pajamas. She's in her pajamas, but she also, she looked like somebody who like kind of would or could or did live in the neighborhood. It's an extremely Hispanic neighborhood all one around. In the, one in the morning while your house. Like that's, uh, to me, like there is a lot of, lots of questions. But anyway, you I said, yes, you can use my too. phone. Why'd she throw you out? Yes. Okay. I asked that question too. And she, I said, why, why did you stop here? And she said, you have a friendly looking house. I tried a couple <sighs> of places and the door, they, they didn't come to the door. And so you had a friendly house and you know, the lights are on. I'm in here. Yeah. So I go, okay, here's my phone. And you know, and I, I was I was fumbling with the phone, and she was giving me that like, just give it to me. I I know how to use it. And I was like, okay, is she just going to take my phone? That seems weird. But you know, and it's just like, what kind of what what's the deal here? You know, because whatever. And so she takes my phone, and she and then she says, I don't know anybody's phone number. Can you download Snapchat so I can mm. snap my cousin? And I said, well, you know, coincidentally, I have Snapchat on my phone already, even <laughs> though I'm 55. <laughs> for you, didn't tell her, you didn't tell her why. <laughs> for reasons I won't get into right no. now. Yeah. Let's but, just say I don't have German underwear anymore. So I try to get Snapchat going. I haven't been on there in four years. And it comes up with some avatar that I made. <laughs> and she's like, just give it to me. Just give it to me. And she, she, uh, she logs out. And then she sits there and can't remember her Snapchat password because she's never been logged out of it on sure. her own phone, which is at her mom's house or whatever. And if this is, as it seems a true thing, she's probably pretty flustered. So she's flustered. And, and watching her try to put the password into Snapchat three or three, four times and it doesn't work. I now believe her totally because she is so frustrated. Yeah. That a she does she said at one point the only phone number I know is my mom's, hmm. and that's not going to help. Hmm. And I was like, you don't know anybody's phone number. Of course you don't. You Snapchat with them, and that's the I way. I remember phone numbers from when I was ten, but I, I apart from my wife, I don't think I know anybody's phone number anymore. So so I'm like, so honestly, your cousin is going to 
respond to a snap at one o'clock in the morning? I don't even know how Snapchat, but I obviously- talked about this years ago when there was a rift you didn't even know about with somebody because they'd sent you an invitation to something through Facebook and you were like, why would you send that to- Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That feeling right. of like, well, well, wait, that's not what this is for. This is weird. And this I is like, I it's like storing your cucumbers it. in your glove box. Like, what are you doing? So they must all have notifications turned on. So they're lying in bed asleep and snapped. Somebody snaps them and they're like, oh, damn, oh shit, I got to wake up and deal oh, with this. That's gross. So she can't get into Snapchat oh, and she's sitting there and she is melting down because she doesn't. She, you know that feeling. You've been. Oh, there, I absolutely. No? I, I know panic, and we're panic, just like I don't yeah. know. Panic I don't feeds know what itself. To do. Yeah, exactly. I don't know where to go. Like there's, no, I'm at, I'm at empty, and uh, so empty that I'm standing at, that I had to knock on a stranger's door. Yeah, and I said, all right, all right, all right. Shush, 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 shush. Where does your cousin live? And she said he lives over in the next town. And I said, all right, all right. I'll drive you to your cousin's house. And so. We, uh, so I get my keys, we go out, we get in the truck. Oh, we're really? We're driving cool. along. And well, and she's crying and she's just sure. like, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's all, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You know, like I know what it's like to panic. I know what it's like. I know somewhat. I feel so alone. Yeah. I know what it's like to get kicked out of the house. Her mom's from Honduras and her mom is real traditional and she skipped school and this, and she's 17. Yeah. Although she looked about 13. Hmm. And so, of course, her cousin lives on the freaking far end of the town. So we're just driving and driving and driving. Well, we get there and I said, okay, you know, he lives in some apartment. I'm like, you go up to the, to the floor and then you wave to me so I know you're okay. So she goes up, she waves, and it's, and it's all fine. But it really put me, two, two things. It reminded mm -hmm. me of all the times when I was her age or a little bit older, where I had arrived at a, at a place, I had arrived at a junction in my life where there was nothing to do but knock on a stranger's door. And oh my gosh. I, I did that enough times where it was just like, I'm at the end. Like, I'm just going to, I'm going to walk over to a stranger and just say, can you help? And <laughs> yeah. every single time, every single time a stranger helped. You know, like middle of the night. Right. But yeah. also that we- There's a that, little bit of, I mean, you are how you are, but there must be some element of like a little bit of pay it forward. Well, or just like, what else are you going to do? What are you, you going to call the cops? But I mean, in like, terms of being open to helping this person at one in the morning. I don't know what else. I don't know how you would not, you know, it, none of it is a thing that I would have said, I hope this happens. Right, you've never or, been to Florida then. I mean, that, that's the kind of thing that's like, yeah, I'm just saying like, it was cool that you did that. Anyway, go, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, there's there. It was a it was a it was a cascading series of well, there's nothing else to do but this, right? I mean, you can't nothing else that this young woman you, can do, and there's nothing else really you could or should do. Yeah, there's you can't yeah. you can't say not my problem, and I don't and I don't think I don't think ninety nine percent of the people in the world would ever say not my problem. I mean, if they did, right. you know, like a pox on their house. Well, right? and also understanding that this is a very young person. It, well, it, and yeah, and so that was what was astonishing was like there. Their only option, they had options, right? There, there, there was, they had family in the town, but they could not access them because it was, right. because they were technology dependent. <clears throat> Nor to normally you, in our day, you, I mean, and, and in fact, I mean, you wore a key around your neck. I always had, uh, I think at the time it was still a dime, a dime in my pocket, I always kept a dime for a phone call. Well, you and kept you, it in your penny loafers, right? You kept in your penny loafers or in my case, in my, you know, <laughs> when I got into Levi's, the watch pocket. But the right, point being, you know. of course you knew. I mean, I knew all the phone numbers. Right. And, you knew but all like the phone now, what are, you, what are you going to do now? Well, and I think in her case, when I was 17, I would have just walked whatever in the rain all night until I got to the place, which she obviously couldn't do. Um, just because you don't want to be walking in your pajamas across her, the town. I can't in the believe her parents night. let her leave like that. Well, it just felt like a tough love situation where her mom was like, that's it. Cause she's 17, right? She's right on the yeah. cusp. She's a senior in high school. Mm. And there are those parents that are just like, this is going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to call the cops on you. It's like there's queer kids that face that every yeah. single day somewhere. Exactly. And who knows? Like you're just not going to live here anymore. Who knows her story, right? Yeah, who, yeah, knows, yeah, yeah. who knows what her mom kicked her out for? But she, according to her at this moment, it was because she skipped class. It's the first week of school, senior year. 
And, you know, and, and, and though, and I was resisting the, t- the, uh, the fatherly impulse to say like, now stay in school. I was just like, <laughs> drink your milk. I was just like <laughs> listening to her, you know, and just kind of like, don't worry. It's, it's, you know, because the thing is, I know in a panic situation, having somebody be like, don't worry, don't worry. It's all going to be fine. I, that doesn't Well, and I mean, like panicking. this is true for way more than panic people, but panic people don't need advice. It's the last thing yeah. they need right now. Exactly. Like. So I was just like, here's what's going to happen. The, the basic thing we're going to solve. And then after that, you can, you got to work it out with your mom or whatever. I still have to work it out with my mom for that matter. Fair. (laughs) But so, but I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how, how to, how you could be, I mean, I, I understand exactly how you could be technology dependent because you had never, it had just never, she'd never lived in a world where she didn't have her phone in front of her, in her hand. And I don't know how your mom would kick you out of the house and not, and you couldn't take your phone. It just seems crazy. Yeah. But then the fact that she couldn't even log in to the things that she needed because she had, because it was all facial recognition. And I realized in myself, oh shit, I don't know if I could log in. I don't know if I could, if I didn't, what phone numbers do I actually if know? I didn't have, if I didn't have, I mean, like I can be high and mighty about this, but if I were denied access to my password manager, the whole point of me having that password manager is I don't want to know my passwords. Like, right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I would do apart from reset password. But if I reset password, now I need the credentials to get into my mail account. Right. So, you would have to be in your, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, yeah. You don't think about this. What yeah. happens, what happens if you lose your Bitcoin wallet, Merlin, you're not going to be able to buy toilet paper to on Amazon. Back. I will have to like make it up in Ethereum. So <laughs> whatever, then, that, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, where are we now? Well, this was the show where I was not going to no, tie up. No, no, where are we with, oh, where are we with, wait, so how did that end? Well, that's how it ended. I dropped her off, you know, oh. like the, there was no, there was no situation where we show, she showed up the next day. Did she and wave? it turned out she was an FBI agent or something. It was just like, right. it wasn't, it wasn't a, uh, well, it did wasn't she a wave? Did she look like she arrived? Okay. Well, she did. She came up and she waved. And, and what was weird is I was watching the building and no light came on in any apartment. So I don't know whether... I don't actually know. I have no idea whether she was an FBI agent or whether the whole thing was. You'll I don't find know. out or not. But she she didn't. She, a light didn't go on, but she came to the balcony mm. and waved. Good. And I was like, okay, well, she'll remember you forever. Yeah, or maybe not. No, maybe I mean, there not. there are all those people that where I knocked on their door, and I've got a vague sense of what state I was in. I think I was in Minnesota. I knocked on that guy's door. I was having trouble remembering the name of Carl's band. I kept wanting to say Flipper, which of course is a. It wasn't Flipper. It was a skate. Huh? punk band from back yeah. no uh the flippers reason why uh flippers from out there I thought, they, they were, were called my... the reason why that's a great band name no no mm. oh that is a good name yeah. uh no uh, but i was confusing it because it was both uh sea creatures his band was named was uh was called bottlenose bottlenose yeah it's we're a both on the reference. same uh, compilation of our uh, of our little uh indie record label did you ever go uh down to the swanee river did you go way down I mean, it's I've, right there. It's right I've by driven, I've driven over it, but I've, I've never brought a banjo or anything. So I was driving around Florida one time and Is I that drove where the it. old folks are at home, John. I think. Well, yeah, so that's, yeah. I can tell you whether they're at home or not because Suwanee, by the way. Suwanee. When you see it on a sign, you're like, well, that's not as catchy. It's like when people say, you know, Louisville. Do they actually pronounce it Suwanee? I don't know, man. My my fucking in-laws are from New England, and they pronounce everything's like a trick pronunciation. No, right, so it's, it's Pawtucket, not Pawtucket. <laughs> really? Okay, sorry. I just read what was on the sign. I'm going based Jesus. on the I'm going based on the song, but I drove so everybody's across fucking it, Boo Radley up there, and I said, "Wait a minute, that's the Suwannee River," mm-hmm. and I just drove across it. I need to go way down on it. Whoa. So, so I turned <laughs> so I turned around. Oh boy. Okay. I turned around and I found a dirt road that went off to the right and I drove down the dirt road and then I'm driving along this road next to a swampy river and it gets swampier and swampier. Oh, you're probably about to get down on it. Well, and that's when all those houses on stilts started yeah. showing up. And I drove 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 down okay. this down this river past all these houses on stilts. And I got way down on it. You got and way I, down on the titular river. I went way down on the Swanee River. 
And I got down there as far as the road could go. And it seemed like if I kept going, I would be unwelcome. Is that, is that feeling, you know, that feeling when you're oh, on a road and you're like, I feel well, unwelcome. a phrase that's become important uh, to me in life. Uh, this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, it, but, it could be like, that could be a lot of times I'm referring to media, but like part yeah. of, of my, uh, of my mindfulness practice being 55 and by the way, happy almost birthday is oh, when I you. go, uh, uh, you know, it's okay. No one needs my opinion on this. No one needs mm. it. This is not for me. And sometimes, and I'm not just talking about going to a place that feels quote unquote dangerous. I'm mm. saying there's places where you pull in. I, I happens to me here in San Francisco. I go into that Robin Williams neighborhood way up North here where all the fancy houses are. And uh -huh. I go like, Oh, that's not for Seacliff. I think it's called. That's not for me. Right. And you felt like you, once you got legitimately way down on that shit, you felt like it wasn't uh, maybe for you. Well, I had two advantages. Not and welcome. one of them, one of them was I was driving a convertible Mustang and the other a late, one, late model Mustang, a late model Mustang, okay. a rental Mustang, oh, okay. which of course I got as a convertible because come on. We always get the convertible. And Just so, the and insurance. the, the other one was I had this song. If anybody was like, "Why the hell are you doing down here? I would say I'm way down on the Suwannee river and who's going to fight me. Mm. Right. Who's not going to go. Uh, <laughs> Definitely Mark is a local. And so I got down as far as I felt a convertible and that story would, would take me. Uh -huh. And I got right down to a place where there probably would have been propeller boats and people eating raw crawdads or whatever. And I was like, this is far enough. I'm way uh, down. Lots of swamp shacks. Swamp shacks. Yeah. I got down and I was like, this is as far as a man can go with those two stories. Because past this point, I think. Oh yeah. I think both of those things are going to end up being disadvantages because somebody's going to say, "Why yes. don't you give me that? Why don't you give me that Ford?" And uh, also, why don't you? Why don't we you bury can keep you the way top? Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody that lives near water is in deliverance. <laughs>